Hey, Bruce Jordan. Welcome to Leadership Talks. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Alive and well. <laughs> hey, that's what we like to hear. Oh my gosh, you know. Well, um, I appreciate you taking the time to, you know, talk to me today. I know that we rescheduled from last week. Uh, you were not feeling 100%, but I'm so happy, you know, that we have the chance to talk today. So, um, Bruce, I wanted to chat with you um, about you being the top 50 influential leader in hospitality. So talk to us about that. Yeah, you know, that was, a, that was just so amazing. It was, a, it was an incredible honor. Uh, it, it, it definitely wasn't something I was gunning for, but it, it, it's happy that I got there. I, uh, I do a, a, a couple of different shows, and, and one of my shows called uh, Hotel Management Do's and Don'ts uh, just happened to get the, uh, the eye and the attention of the IHI um, because it was so successful. Um, so he was like, man, you know, this guy, he's, he's doing true hotel leaders. He's doing uh, hotel management do's and don'ts. So the, the, I guess the content was so powerful that it was able to uh, actually get me on board to, to be one of the top 50 influencers uh, for, the, for the International Hospitality Institute. Excellent. And congrats. You know, I think uh, it's an honor for me to be, you know, talking to you here today. And I truly appreciate your time. I know you're busy, uh, especially being a couple of days outside. What was that? Oh, my God. Ah, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, it's, 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 it's been a little crazy and uh, things things were a little rocky for me, but I'm, I'm back on board. Uh, the, the whole health crisis and health scare is just it's, it's, it's taking over. They're going to make sure that, you know, you stay in good health. They're not going to give you a choice. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. So Bruce, like for you, you know, uh, you've seen you working through the pandemic and, you know, you've experienced, you know, a little bit of scary like last week. And what do you think the hotel business is leading us to? And, you know, I know that right now, we are trying to um, be strong and survive, right? The past pandemic and the recovery and now this Delta variant is coming in along. Uh, what, what are your thoughts about it? Well, you know, when you're dealing with the medical crisis, it's very different from dealing with a, a 9-11 or, or a real estate bubble because it's, you're talking about people's health and that's the most valuable asset that they have. And nobody wants to compromise their health for anything or anyone or any particular entity. So the fact that, you know, it's going to have, of course, have a, a devastating effect on travel, but it doesn't stop people from traveling. Traveling is a, an innate ability and that we have to leave. We want to explore. We want to, we want to go to different places. We want to do different things. We're not, we're not, we're not just aimless wanderers. So we want that event, adventure that everybody else has available for us. So as far as the travel industry, I do, I do see it, see it slowing down just a little bit, like 5%. And then it's just going to take off from there because we have to travel. And as long, as long as there's someone that's offering a, a place for us to stay and a destination, we're going to go there. We're going to, we're going to make that trip. Yes, I totally agree. I just got back um, from Brazil. Um, you know, I had to see my family and, you know, it's definitely, 
I had to rethink, right, obviously, because, you know, with all of the concern is in everything that you see on the media, oh my gosh, you're going to South America. But at the end of the day as well, you know, I had to rethink of, well, I haven't seen my family in a very long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I am very eager to, you know, see my parents and my cousins and my aunts and not just that, but it's like, I have the ability to travel. They don't right? They cannot come here because of the travel ban right now. So I'm like, it's actually a privilege to be able to go and come back, you know, and they, they can't do that. So I think, you know, for my perspective, right? And, and of course, you know, you be precautious and, and you know, I've, I've been vaccinated since, you know, March and so forth. So it's like, sometimes you have to put yourself in a situation that others wouldn't, but also, you know, it's about what it's valuable to you, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's the same way, like now coming back to the hotel, you know, and I've been, I was up there only for a week, but, you know, my clients and everybody like, oh my gosh, I really hope you enjoyed your time. And, you know, people are really empathetic and understanding, you know, why I took that time off. Um, do you think, um, people like international travel, you know, will be returning, like, I don't know, maybe Q2 next year, or what are your thoughts for the international, you know, um, folks coming to the U.S.? Well, a lot of that really depends on the U.S. and the U.S. borders. Um, if, if the U.S. continue to try to, you know, shut their borders out for people can't come in because a majority of our international business um, that keeps our economy stable for the travel industry is international is really not leisure domestic so until they open the borders back up and and say okay everyone has uh everyone has their shots or everyone's been tested or whatever the case may be i don't i don't see it coming back for uh, until maybe if we're lucky the third quarter but if if things progressively go really smooth when it comes to the vaccinations or not even the vaccinations per se just the standards um, that they have for uh, for COVID. And the, the, the government say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and open the borders back up in the first quarter in, 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 uh, in January. I, that's when you're going to see a ridiculous influx of business just coming from, from all over the place. Everyone trying to get over here and, and make things happen. Excellent. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Well, I'm a little bit more, you know, enthusiastic about Q2. You said Q3, but we shall see, right? We don't have control there over that. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, That's for yeah. sure. So, a lot of people are saying Q2 because of corporate. You know, a lot of a lot of companies are forecasting for corporate to come back and people to be back in, in offices next year. Right. So that's why they're like, well, we we may we may see a a little surge um, due to corporate coming coming back to the to the offices. Yeah, man, it, it's just, it's challenging for sure. So tell me about what is the hotel guest management? I wanted to hear about that because I did see some of your YouTube do and don't and all of that. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this, what he's doing, uh, you know, with the texting, right? So talk to us about that. Well, hotel guest management is a company that we offer a series of services. So uh, we offer uh, hotel management task force services, revenue management task force services. Well, when hotels have serious revenue management property problems, we do uh, hotel mystery shopping. And then we also have 
uh, software applications for for hotels, which one of them is is TextGuest. What it allows, what it does, it, it allows you to screen your review before a guest leaves the review, so you can try to address the issue before the review even hits uh, Google or Booking or Expedia. Um, there's also another application that a lot of salespeople use for incoming sales calls. So when it, when when the when an incoming sales call comes in. Instead of waiting at the front desk to transfer it to you, or it goes to voicemail, the front desk will immediately um, get the information, text it to the uh, to the director of sales, and and this way they never lose that lead. Uh, it's, it's always recorded. It does the application does so many different things when it comes to texting for operations and selling upgrades and and everything else. Wow, that's exciting. I love that. Actually, I have to share. I was in Chicago and, you know, I had um, uh, back in 2017, actually, and then I had a text, right? I was like, oh my gosh, is somebody from the hotel is texting me, you know, I'm VIP. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> that's like, hi, but I was like, oh gosh, how did I fall for that? <laughs> But anyway, you know, it's all good. It's always a learning experience. I had a great stay. Um, so in terms of personal branding, what because mm -hmm. I see you're all over also YouTube and, you know, now with the being the top 50 influential leader in hospitality, how do you think, you know, that a personal brand is going to influence in hotel sales for the upcoming year? You know, um, as far as personal branding, I think some one of the biggest mistakes that I see a lot of hotels make is that they're they're for, they're, they're focusing on the brand instead of on their property. Your property is the brand, right? You know, when when a, even if they recognize their brand, they're still looking for your particular property, and that's one of the greatest weaknesses that I see. Um, when like when someone hires someone like me, I come in there and I saturate the market um just branding that one particular hotel to the point that the hotels don't exist because i'm converging all of my seo i'm converging all my videos i'm converging all my keywords and it, it's hard for the rest of the competition to get in because they're still waiting for booking.com or expedia and they're already they already been beaten to the punch so you you have to focus on your personal properties brand which our personal property stand for to the things that they're coming to see and do in that area. Right. Right. So that's, that's what a lot of hotels lose. A lot of hotels lose that way. Yeah. And I actually, the other day I was, and that's, you know, one of the things why, you know, I'm, I'm being creative here, having the leadership talks podcast in hospitality, you know, um, I think as a salesperson, you know, I just don't want to sell my particular property, but also, you know, I worked in California, I worked in New York City, I want to, of course, people to know where I'm at. And, mm -hmm. you know, and I've worked for multiple brands, but people are always like, Oh, my gosh, this is great. Where are you at now? And I'm like, yeah. Okay, here's the link for my hotel. Do you need anything? Or are you going to be in the area? Let's grab coffee. So, you know, sometimes I think, uh, you know, I had a person like from a hotel, and he said, Why you keep sending me this? And I said, Oh, I'm sorry, you know, because he said, we are not, we don't work for the same brand. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing. I was like, no problem. Um, I was just uh, like, it, it blew my mind because it's like, oh, we are in the same industry, you know? And I think 
there is not such as competition, right? Because if I can learn from you, you can learn from me. We all work together, especially these days that, you know, it's so challenging for people, you know, to be in the road and be, you know, having that feeling that they are safe out there. But, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's just a, a very interesting prospect, right? Uh, point of view that is like, oh, we don't work for the same brand. Why are we, why are you talking to me? And, you know, I think um, hotels and the different brands, of course, you know, they all have their own marketing team and SEOs and all of that good stuff. But, you know, like, for example, yourself, how many hotels you have your hands on right now and how many brands? Oh, my God. Sheesh. I think I, I, I've dealt with so many different properties and, you know, over over 50 brands. So you could imagine you know, the things that they, they have to go through and they're all trying to, they're all trying to identify that, that one thing that makes them unique apart from the other brand, but they never actually add that value into it. So they, I, I, I never forget, uh, it was, um, Cambria hotels and, uh, I'm looking, I'm reviewing, I'm looking at their brand and, and I beat Cambria hotels with, with my, my stuff beat Cambria hotels. Right. And, you know, in my, in my marketing, it was all about the hotel and their marketing. It was about the, the, the vice president. He was, his, his, his face was the, was the, uh, the thumbnail on YouTube. My face, the, the thumbnail on YouTube was the hotel for me. So mm-hmm. all of these little things I'm giving the guests what they're looking for mm-hmm. because the guests don't know who the vice president of Cambria hotels is <laughs> like, <they're> not, <laughs> not what they're looking to see when they put in Cambria hotels you know right so there's all these little things that 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 they do to themselves because people are telling them this is a great idea you know the people around them are telling them it's a a great idea but the actual people that buy the product is not agreeing with them (laughs) 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 okay oh my yeah. <laughs> well, I see also um, you are working very awesome. You know, I must give you kudos on LinkedIn and you're promoting, you know, hotel gas management. Um, I see you're promoting different brands and different hotels and different locations. So what does um, a hotel has to do to be on your show? The do's and don'ts of hotel well, management. I'm glad you asked. We're, we're taking open enrollment for a season uh, season four and season five. And, you know, I am a, I am an influencer. I, I, I got tired of looking at these hotel reviews with, you know, this, you know, the 15 year old kid with the cell phone saying, this is a toilet and this is a bed and this is a desk. Like, yeah, I, you know, if you didn't tell me that I wouldn't do it. <laughs> so I said, I can't take this anymore. I, I got to do something about this. So the, the, the purpose of the show is to take the, take the best properties. Uh, you have to have an 8.0 in overbooking.com to even qualify to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, we take the best properties and we take their weaknesses and use them as strength to one, teach, and two, sell it to the guests. Um, I remember one show, I said the pictures were, were so bad. Usually the pictures you know, look bad when you walk in a hotel. Is the complete opposite in this place. The pictures are so lot, bad online 
that when you're walking into the hotel, you think you're in a different place. The pictures were <laughs> terrible. <laughs> the, the property was gorgeous. The pictures was terrible. And I, I, I got a comment. I, me- I never forget that. I was, I was reading the bottom of the comments. And the guest said, you know, you made me book this hotel. I was not going to book this hotel until I seen this video. Place was beautiful, clean, great operation. They just do not know how to showcase themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's what hotel management does and does. It allows the property to uh, showcase itself with a real influencer uh, that's just not going to go around and say, this is a desk. This is a toilet. This is a... <laughs> right. And, you know. Well, I must say, you know, I think uh, it's it's amazing, right? Like, and uh, I am, you know, in the hotel business for some time and I've worked with different brands, like I said. Um, but, you know, like also I, I'm willing, like, you know, to give it a chance, like not necessarily because I work for Hilton. I have to stay in a Hilton hotel. Like I just went to... Um, Brazil and I had a stop over Fort Lauderdale, you know, and I stayed in a residence in by Marriott and the hotel was beautiful. And I, I kind of forgot that it was, it's a residency. It's an extended stay, every room mm-hmm. suite. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so spacious. It's amazing. You know, I don't have to feel, um, you know, cramped up in a little hotel room. And even though I was just there for one night, right? And then guess what? I met the director of sales because he posted a video of a baby shower at the outdoors by the bay. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to stay at this hotel, you know? So I think people are forgetting the part of um, the personal marketing for their own property, like you said before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think this, um, the hotel guest management, the do's and don'ts, it's really, it it means something, you know, people will see it online. It's like I say all the time, like on LinkedIn, you might not comment or like, or, you know, say anything because you're just scrolling through, right. But you see, and you're going to remember when you are in the area, you're going to reach out to that person. That's, you know, um, one thing that I, I take it to heart and I know people are doing that as well, coming to Annapolis, you know, did you, have you visited Annapolis, Maryland, by the way, ever? Not yet. Not yet. I actually, uh, I, I, I know some people in Bethesda and my aunt, she, she lives out there in North Potomac. So, uh, I, I try to come out there as much as I can, but I can't wait to visit you may, uh, you may see yourself soon. So. Yay, yay, <laughs> yay. Excellent. So what is the takeaway from you from this past year, you know, where the takeaways that uh, you can share with folks that in the hotel, not just the sales, you know, because operations is big, you know, because I, I always see a few, you know, operations folks that don't believe on the social selling, you know, what, mm-hmm. what can you share, you know, and enlighten? let's say, like, share some enlightenment to those operations folks. Well, the days in the age of where everything evolves around operation without incorporating, incorporating the correct technology is done and gone. Like, you're going you're gonna to see your head spin the way that, because we just, we can't find the people. So the, the owners in the industry is going to have no choice but to make the necessary changes to adapt. Now, everyone is still going to have a job. Everyone's still going to have work to do. But if we can't fill those, if we can't fill those positions, they're going to have to make a change. And uh, you're going to see that change happen at the front desk first. They're going to be doing a lot of uh, uh, a, a lot of remote check-ins. 
um, with a lot of key kiosk machines. So you have the option to either check in at the front desk, artist, use the kiosk machine, or you know, do remote check-in. And a lot of when I was on property level, I did a lot of remote check-ins because I didn't have a night order staff. If it's a busy night, I, I will schedule later, but I didn't have a night order staff. So I may I had to make sure everyone was checked in at night. And if anyone needed anything, like it was a walk or something like that, we trained security to take care of it. So you have to, you're going to see a lot of, a lot of those adjustments being made when it comes to, to operations. And then once you get a grasp on operations and the technology, you're going to see this, this overhaul on the internet because everybody knows that's where a lot of the demand is coming from, especially with sales slowing down a little bit because of international travel and corporate. So you're going to see this overhaul on the internet that you've never seen before. And people like me is already going to beat them to the punch. So they're, they're, they're going to be playing from behind. They're going to like, okay, we got this influence over here. He knows the industry. He's selling the guest, the hotel, he's selling the property. I could just get this guy to do another 10, 15, 20 hotels. He knows how to draw the traffic in. A lot of my traffic ranks, like my YouTube traffic ranks in Google. So I'm number one for a brand that I don't own. Well, watch out, you know, I'm just saying I'm right <laughs> <Yeah>. behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that's scary. Like someone can control, <laughs> that's scary. Someone can control your traffic like that. I can like, I don't have to send the traffic to that hotel. I can send to booking.com. I can spend, send it to Expedia. I can send it to the competition across the street. So, you know, these are the things that people are starting to pick up on. Um, the smart ones are starting to pick up on that. We need to get more control. Um, we need to control our flow more. Everything is digital. People see you digitally before they even see your face. Like uh, you met people Absolutely. on Facebook and LinkedIn before you even met them in person. Mm -hmm. So just imagine what happens when they're booking rooms. Yeah, exactly. Well, again, thank you so much, Bruce, for your time. Um, I know it's getting to our you know, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But I also hope to meet you when I'm down in Orlando. Yeah, come on down. Come on down here. Maybe and... you can sell me a hotel room on Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You just came back from Brazil, so I think you're a little like you're all pooped out. You're all tired out. <laughs> Thanks again, Bruce, for your time. Yeah, I truly appreciate this. Was awesome, and I'll share with my folks and followers on LinkedIn and how people can get in touch with you. Oh yeah, you can uh, you can contact me on LinkedIn. Uh, you go to if you go to mjofhotels.com, that takes you directly to my my LinkedIn page. If you go to hoteloutube.com, that takes me that takes you directly to my uh, YouTube channel, and you can email me at any time at bruce at hotelguestmanagement.com. Awesome! Thanks again, and have a great evening. All right, you too. Bye. All right, bye. -bye.